Amongst the greatest actions which the Deen of Islam calls towards is good character. In fact, it is considered to be the greatest gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Rabbul Izzah in the verse of the Noble Quran describes Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ That indeed, O Nabi of Allah, you have a great and a high and a lofty level of character. And advising the believers, Allah Rabbul Izzah says خُذِ الْعَفْوَ وَأْمُرُ بِالْعُرُفِ وَأَعْرِضْ عَنِ الْجَاهِلِينَ Become accustomed to forgiving. Command what is righteous and turn away from the ignorant ones. So in this verse of the Noble Quran, we are being called upon these attributes which form part of good character. In a narration of Sunan al-Tirmidhi, it is narrated by Sayyidina Abu Darda radiallahu anhu. And he reports that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Ma shay'un. أَثْقَلُ فِي مِيزَانِ الْمُؤْمِنِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ مِنْ خُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ There will be nothing that will be more weighty on the scales of a believer on the day of Qiyamah than good character. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُبْغِذُ الْفَاحِشَ الْبَضِي Allah Rabbul Izzah hates an immoral, an unmannered person, a rude person. Now there are many facets with regards to good character. In terms of our actions, in terms of our statements, in terms of our worship of Allah, in terms of our interaction with fellow human beings. In terms of our statements, Allah Rabbul Izzah says in Surah Isra, Allah Rabbul Izzah says that. Awnabi of Allah, say to my servants that they should always say, Hiya ahsan, what is the best? Always use that as your criteria. Criteria. What am I saying? Is it the best? And then Allah says, Inna shaytana yanzagu baynahum. That shaitan is the one that creates animosity. Shaitan is the one that creates fighting. Shaitan is the one that creates discord amongst people. And know and understand that shaitan is your enemy. Allah says in another verse that when speaking to people, always say what is husna, what is the best, what is a nice thing to say. When you're speaking to people, ask yourself, what am I saying? Is it intended to hurt the person? Is it intended to benefit the person? Is it intended to uplift the person? Allah Rabbul Izzah says that respond in a better way. Repel evil with goodness. When you do something wrong, always follow it up with something good. Someone says something bad to you, you respond in a positive manner. And what will be the outcome? That That person with animosity in his heart for you. He will become your close friend. You will disarmor him with your kindness. Ibn Abbas uh, is reported to have stated that 
Amar Allah wal mu'mineen bisabri indal ghadab. Allah has commanded the believers that when someone makes you angry, then you should be patient. And you should be tolerant when someone becomes ignorant with you. And forgive when someone has done evil to you. And if you do this, then Allah will protect you and your enemy, those who are your foes, those who have bad feelings for you, they will be subjugated before you. So to be patient at the time when someone uh, is uh, provoking you. Like they say, you know, that if someone angers you and that person is your... If the person who angers you, if that person is your senior, then count till 10 and then respond. If the person is equal to you, count till 20 and then respond. And if the person who angered you is your wife, then keep counting and don't respond. So when you are angered, to be able to maintain some level of composure and not to just act on your impulses at that time. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa advised two great sahaba radiallahu anhum, Sayyidina Mu'az and Sayyidina Abu Zar al-Ghifari radiallahu anhuma. And he said to them, Wherever you are, fear Allah. And follow up an evil deed with a good deed, you will wipe it out. And always deal with people. Always deal and interact with people with good character. Now, in this particular narration, there is the observance of taqwa as well as good character. Nabi Sallallahu is combined good character and taqwa. Taqwa will put in order your relationship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And good character will put in order your relationship with fellow human beings. Taqwa will lead to you attaining the love of Allah. Allah will love you. And when you have good character, fellow humans then will love you because of your character. When Nabi Sallallahu was asked, what is it that will result in most people entering to Jannah? Lama su'ila an akthari ma nas al-Jannah qal, taqwa Allah wa husnul khuluq. These two things go together. The taqwa, that fear of Allah, that you have this awe of Allah, that you do not want to do anything that goes against His command, and you continue fulfilling His commands, and good character, these two things go together. And these are the things that will be a result in most people entering into Jannah. In fact, with the perfection of our character, we perfect our Iman. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, The most complete believer in terms of his Iman is the one with the best character. And Nabi Sallallahu said, The best amongst you are those who are best to your families, to your wives, to your women. Why? Because it's easy to vent with your wife. It's easy to vent with your children. They are your subjects. They are on a lower level than you. There's no repercussions. Uh, so therefore, we usually treat those who are closest to us the worst. We treat those who are closest to us the worst, whereas they should be getting the best of us. Yet we show them our worst. So Nabi Sallallahu said, linked the completion and the perfection of our Iman with good character. Now, some of the pious ulama of the past have said, that there are two dimensions to good character. The first dimension is between you and Allah. And to understand that, أَن تَعْلَمَ أَنَّ كُلَّ مَا يَكُونُ مِنْكَ يُجِبُ عُزْرًا 
that everything that comes from you, your sins, you need to make tawbah and ask Allah for forgiveness. But even our good deeds, we need to understand that it's deficient. And therefore, we need to present udran before Allah, our excuse for all that we've done to Allah. And وَأَنَّ كُلَّ مَا يُؤْتَى مِنَ اللَّهِ And all that comes from Allah, we need to respond to that with shukran. We need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because continuously we are enjoying the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is in terms of our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in terms of our relationship with fellow human beings, uh, this pious scholar of the past has said, بَذْرُ الْمَعْرُوفِ قَوْلًا أَوْ فَعْلًا وَكَفُّ الْأَذَا قَوْلًا أَوْ فَعْلًا What is good character? To disseminate goodness in terms of your speech, in terms of your actions. And to refrain from harming people, whether it is via your action or via your speech. Either way, to refrain from harming people. Abdullah bin Mubarak was asked the definition of good character. And he said, Husnul Khuluq, what is it? Talaqatul Waj. That you meet people with a pleasant countenance. Not like someone who had a kilo of lemons for breakfast. So to meet people with a pleasant countenance. Uh, and to disseminate goodness. Wherever you go, people feel positive of your presence. That you're not uh, you know, insulting this person or being sarcastic, knocking down this person. Uh, you know, on the road, you are cutting people, parking badly, uh, causing difficulty, obstructing people. That everything that comes from you is in a positive manner. It's according to the norms and you're above that. Uh, not harming anyone in any way whatsoever. And obviously when dealing with people, there will be accesses from people's side to bear that patiently. These are the few pillars that form good character as in the definition of Abdullah bin Mubarak. And if you practice upon that, then one will attain a very high level. In the hadith it is stated, that a person, by virtue of his good character, by virtue of his good character, he will attain the level of asaim, someone who is always fasting, walqaim, and someone who is performing the tahajjud salah throughout the night. By perfecting our character, we will attain that level that we are continuously in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyidina Anas bin Malik radiallahu ta'ala anhum, Describe the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he says that Khadamtu Nabiya Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ashra Sinin. He says, I served Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for 10 years. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had such composure and such good character. Fama li uffan, uffin qattu. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never ever rebuked me. Ever. Wama li shayn sanatu lima sanatahu. Wala li shayn taraktu lima taraktahu. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never asked me, why did you do like this? Or why did you not do what I told you to do? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam always dealt with Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu, tolerating his excesses. On one occasion, Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu was given an instruction. And uh, he was a young boy at that time. And he was to fulfill the task of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And while going to fulfill the task, he got distracted. And uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was waiting for him. And Nabi Sallallahu eventually went to look for him. And Nabi Sallallahu found him playing with the boys. And he asked him that, have you done what I instructed you to do? And said, Anas said, oh, Allah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to do it now. And Nabi Sallallahu allowed him that. So this was the character of Nabi Sallallahu And therefore, Hassan bin Thabit, 
radiallahu anhu, he described Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and said, You've been created perfectly in terms of your character, in terms of your appearance. More beautiful than you, I haven't seen. Uh, no lady has given birth to any human that is more handsome than yourself. You have been created free of any faults in terms of your appearance, in terms of your character. It is as though you've been created as you had willed. Meaning that a person, you know, you have a wish list on what you'd like to, how you'd like to appear or how your character would be. Or, you know, in terms of how your ideal person is, Nabi Sallallahu was the perfect person. He was created free from any fault in any way whatsoever. Now, when we look at, you know, the benefit of beautifying our character. Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha reports that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, Whoever has been given a share of softness, gentleness, compassion, then that person has been granted a portion of the best of this world and the akhirah. And then uh, Sayyid Aisha radiallahu ta'ala goes on to say that rahim, joining family ties, khulq, and good character, jiwar. And being a good neighbor, living in a harmonious manner in your neighborhood, being courteous to those around you, Ya'murani uh, Diyar, it becomes a means of drawing people to you. umr, And it's a means of uh, giving more barakah in your life, lengthening your life, meaning you'll have more barakah in your life. So, what is the overarching principle in this regard? Allah tusriya bil malama fi haqqiman asailaik. That one should not be quick to rebuke the person who has violated your rights. In life, there will be people who will say things to you, who will do things to you, that will upset you, that will annoy you, that will uh, disturb you. But you should not be hasty in this regard. And always, always have good thoughts about others. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Search for them, search for them an excuse that it's possible that they didn't see me. That's why they didn't greet me. It's not that he's giving me the cold shoulder. He didn't come visit me when I was sick, not because he didn't, you know, because he, he's snubbing me. Perhaps he didn't know about it. Nobody informed him. Uh, he forgot to invite me for his son's wedding. It may have just slipped his mind. Search for an, uh, an excuse for the other person and be confident that that is the possible reason. But what we do, we look at the most negative scenario and we make that applicable to others. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had advised us and he said, وَإِيَّاكَ وَكُلُّ أَمْرٍ يُؤْتَذَرُ مِنْ That beware, always check yourself that when you are conducting yourself, that it shouldn't be that what I'm saying today or what I'm doing today in the heat of the moment when I'm venting myself, and then I think I gave him a piece of my mind. And then tomorrow you have to feel embarrassed before the person. And you have to apologize and ask for forgiveness. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Beware of acting in a way that will force you to apologize tomorrow. Or it will lead to the breaking of your relationships. Iyaka wa kullu amrin minhum. 
The poet says, وَإِنَّمَا الْأُمَمُ الْأَخْلَاقُ مَا بَقِيَتْ فَإِنْهُمْ ذَهَبَتْ أَخْلَاقُمْ ذَهَبُوا That our worth is through our akhlaq. And we lose our akhlaq, we have no value. Therefore they say that when character is lost, when character is lost, all is lost. When character is lost, all is lost. And therefore our basis, our value is by character. There's an amazing incident of the great-grandson of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the grandson of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, or the son of Sayyidina Hussain radiallahu anhu, whose name was also Ali. And it is said that he was walking and randomly someone came up to him. Someone came to him. And the person started to abuse him, started to speak to him in a vulgar manner, started to hurl accusations at him. People standing by, knowing that this is the great-grandson of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, wanted to pounce on the man. How can you speak to the great-grandson of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in this manner? This is unbecoming. Mahalan, he said to them, take it easy. Take it easy. Relax. Don't worry. And then he turned to the person and he said to him, Ma sutira anka min amrina akhtar. All that you said about me, what Allah is hidden about my evil is worse than what you know about me. Ma sutiran, that what is hidden, my hidden life is worse than what you're saying in public. And then he turned to the man with a smile on his face and he said, Alaka haja, nu'inaka alayha. Do you have any need? Can I assist you with anything? What has perturbed you? What has caused you to be so angry? And uh, the man, seeing this response from uh, Sayyidina Ali bin Hussein, the man felt embarrassed. Fastahi. The person became embarrassed. And then Sayyidina Ali bin Hussein put his shawl on the person and he told his assistants, give this man a thousand silver coins. And they gave it to him. And when this man, you know, uh, received this type of treatment from Sayyidina Ali bin Hussein, he then turned around and he said, Ashhadu annaka min awladi Rasulillah. I bear testimony that undoubtedly you are from the progeny of the Messenger Sallallahu This is the type of akhlaq that we've learned about in the Noble Quran. This is the type of akhlaq that Nabi Sallallahu advised us towards. And now we're seeing the manifestation of it. Now we're seeing the manifestation of it. So, in a hadith it is stated, Nabi Sallallahu said that, Inna Allaha qasama baynakum. Allah has distributed amongst you your character like how He has distributed amongst you your arzaq. So therefore, it is imperative for us to make dua to Allah that He beautifies our character and that we adopt all that that enhances our character and that we always interact with people in such a way that it will become a beautiful reflection of our deen. May Allah Rabbul Izzah give us the ability to beautify and to adorn our character. Wa akhir da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.